0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: You're going to hear the Atlanta Braves again this season on ESPN Richmond, which means you're going to hear the voice of Jim Powell. He's on our Herman Allen hotline and joins us for a few minutes this morning. Jim, great to talk with you again. Hope you're doing well. I'm doing well, Bob. How are you? Doing great. Really excited, as you can tell, for opening day, and I'm sure you are as well. How much of a sense of normalcy, even though some things still aren't going to be normal, Jim, but to get this season started with a normal schedule at the beginning, does it feel for collectively everybody on the inner circle of Major League Baseball?
0: Yeah, it's exciting. Um, The prospect of not having already shaved off the first month, which was proposed in the offseason some, um, you know, we're, it's it's all uh, all engines ahead to try and get all 162 games in, and that's a lot better than a 60-game season for sure.
1: No doubt about that. Uh, takeaways from spring training and and what uh, you were able to glean from what the Braves did, and and uh, the veteran guys that are coming back, and maybe, maybe some names that are going to be on the tip of your tongue when we start play tomorrow afternoon.
0: Well, it was a very successful spring training. I know uh, Brian Snicker was very happy about it, as were the players. Um, didn't see a lot of eye-popping offensive stats from spring training, but that's not really uh, a surprise. Remember last year, both Acuna and uh, Ozuna um, hardly did a thing in spring training. But, you know, once they finally got uh, into the 60-game season, they were obviously just fine. So, I mean, spring training is really just glorified practice. Um the guys are getting their work in on the back uh, fields and cages, and then they get a few at bats in the game just to try and get up to game speed. So, I, I don't sense any um, concern about the, the offense. I think the, the lineup is going to look uh, very similar to last year, um, very deep and very talented, especially in the top four. Um, but really, throughout the lineup, I, you know, one guy I think uh, when you ask about, you know, somebody you're looking forward to seeing, Austin Riley. Um, Austin had a had a strong camp. He's done a lot of work. He's now at that intersection where he's still young and twitchy, but he's got some major league experience now. And uh, he's learned a lot from a veteran club about how to go, go about his business and prepare each and every day. And um, one reason why I'm optimistic about Riley is because Dansby Swanson picked him as a guy to, to click uh, yesterday. He's worked out with him a lot, and he's very high on him. And Dansby's a smart guy, so I'm going to go with him
1: absolutely uh jim powell voice of the atlanta braves with us on the sports huddle this morning on our herman allen hotline how about the rotation there jim i think the front end of that looked uh, really good in the spring if the numbers i saw are accurate max freed who'll get the opening day start tomorrow and charlie morton uh who will be game two starter both of them really look good how about what you saw from them and then the back end of the starting rotation
0: yeah, I love the rotation. Uh, I sure like it a lot better than going into the playoffs with a two-man rotation yeah. and still still getting within one game of the World Series. That's really uh, what happened last year was absolutely remarkable. But um, Alex Anthopoulos, surprising nobody, addressed that the the lack of depth in the starting rotation right away in the offseason with the acquisitions of Charlie Morton and Drew Smiley. And, uh, you know, you throw in Ian Anderson. And my guess is that uh, by the time they get around to using a fifth starter, it will be Bryce Wilson back with the club and slotted in the five spot. So that's a a lot of high-end pitching talent, one through five. Uh, Bryce Wilson has really come on, um, got a lot of confidence with his postseason appearance uh, last year, and he seems to have carried that into camp. He's got like a different look in his eye and different uh, bounce in his step. And uh, I think he's going to be a very pleasant surprise in Braves rotation for a lot of people.
1: Hey Jim, where's Mike Soroka in in his comeback? I know he pitched a little bit yesterday. Is he somebody that the Braves will uh, count on at some point this year?
0: Yes, and I, I I would be surprised if he wasn't back in the rotation before we turn the calendar to May. Hmm. Um, I I think they're they're trying to be smart about it. He feels good. He obviously threw pretty well yesterday. Looked a little rusty, but um, threw the ball well. Um, so they're, they're very optimistic. They just wanted to get him some game action before the team left town um, so that he would you know, sort of start getting reacclimated to pitching. And now they can go back to taking a very careful schedule, plodding along through April. And I would say mid to late April is, is a timeline that Soroka himself has mentioned, uh, as have the Braves. And I don't see any reason why they're going to deviate from that at this point.
1: Boy, that will only bolster an already uh, deep and strong team in the Atlanta Braves. Uh, how does Freddie Freeman follow up on an MVP season, Jim?
0: Probably start stacking them up. <laughs> Time to stack. Yeah, <laughs> you know one's not enough. Um, his main competition is probably on his own team, with uh, just like it was kind of last year with Acuna and Ozuna being as prolific as they were. Um, you know, obviously there's the Bryce Harper's of the world and plenty of high-end uh, offensive talent. In the National League, but you know, I, I expect Freeman to have a, a, a great year again, um, and I also expect Acuna and Ozuna to have great years, even though neither did a whole lot in spring training. I mean, Acuna did hit five home runs. That's how my that's how our expectations have changed about that young man. Hit five home runs in spring, and I feel like it was kind of a down spring for him.
1: Jim Powell with the Atlanta Braves. You'll hear his voice tomorrow afternoon when the Braves open against the Philadelphia Phillies in Philadelphia. Uh, I will finish, Jim. I'm going to hopscotch for a moment here with just some thoughts on the NL East, and it starts, obviously, with some rivalry games tomorrow. But let's go bigger picture in the National League. Uh, is, this, is this go through the Dodgers again this season? Is, is this their thing to lose, or do you feel there is somebody else in addition to Atlanta who is right there with them at this point?
0: Well, you know, the Braves matched up very well with the Dodgers last year in their NLCS. It came up just short, even though they only had two starting pitchers. So, uh, yes, I think the Dodgers on paper are are the clear favorite in the National League. But I think the Braves are right there behind them, I mean, breathing down their necks. And who knows? You know, a lot, over 162 games especially, a lot is decided by who gets injured and who doesn't. And uh, and who doesn't have an off year and who um, you know, really comes uh, into uh, into a bloom situation where they sort of explode on the scene. So, um, I you know I would rank the Dodgers and the Braves as as one and two, but the Braves have their work cut out for them in the National League East. It's much more deep and talented than it was last year.
1: Well, yeah, let's let's finish with that uh, and how the teams in the National League East really improved themselves this year, and who you think will give the Braves the the, the most run for their money as we go through this season. Well, a lot of people
0: really like what the Mets did. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they got a lot better um, and they're going to be formidable with that pitching they've got at the front of their rotation. I saw Jacob DeGrom stated this week that his, a goal of his is to somehow make uh, some time somehow make the, the Baseball Hall of Fame and I, if I had his stuff, I'd be saying the same thing. <laughs> um, so the Braves going to have their work cut out for them. Uh, this, this lineup is going to get tested just like it did last year with a lot of high-end pitching. Phillies have tried to bolster their bullpen and get it a little less leaky, and their rotation is pretty good. So, you know, it's a good test going against Aaron Nola in game one.
1: Jim, lastly, what do you think baseball looks like through hopefully a full 162-game season? We hope there are no real COVID pauses or lengthy delays. We're still using a couple of experimental rules again this season in Major League Baseball. In general terms, what do you think the game is going to look like as we meander from spring and into the summertime?
0: You know, I think for the fans, it's going to look like things have gone completely back to normal.
1: You're going to have fans in the stands in most venues.
0: And, um, you know, the game itself, you know, you're going to start out with a full schedule. So it's going to feel for the fans like everything is going back to normal. Behind the scenes, you still have bubble concerns and things of that nature. How baseball evolves with the vaccinations and all that, we will see how it shakes out. But the vaccinations can only help. And uh, hopefully – Hopefully we can keep things under control keep those fans in the stands. That's the big thing that that we were missing last year.
1: Uh, can't wait to see the fans in the stands and can't wait to hear you and your guys and your crew back on the air beginning here uh, tomorrow afternoon. Have a great call tomorrow, Jim, and a great great season ahead, and let's catch up during the course of the year.
0: Well, we definitely will, Bob. It's always a pleasure to talk to you.